Welcome to the Coppreneur Path Podcast. Welcome to the show that is all about the path from cop to coppreneur. I'm your host, Adam Wills. With this podcast, I am going to help equip you for your own post-law enforcement entrepreneurial journey with lessons learned from my experience growing a successful post-Leo business. You'll also get to hear from fellow coppreneurs and experts in business and marketing whose advice will give you an edge against the competition. You are in the right place. So let's get after it. Welcome to another episode of the Coppernewer Path podcast brought to you by LEOToCEO.com. I'm here with co-host Austin today. What's up, Austin? Adam, how are you doing? It is a great day. It is a great day for podcasting. I'm very happy to be here. What are we talking about today? It's always a great day for podcasting. If I could podcast all the time and just totally get paid for it, that's all I would do. Well, how are we going to do that? It ain't that easy. We need to we need to get out there. Let's share some great knowledge. Let's do that. You know, what we should talk about today, um, and you guys hear me talk about this a lot in general, but uh, I want to talk about websites. And the reason I want to talk about websites today is because often I, I see people uh, that, that don't necessarily value their website the way they ought to or they don't put enough emphasis on why a website is important for their business as they ought to. And so today I want to make sure that we make it clear why your website is so important. Oh, that is very easy. Um, In the modern world now, uh, we're connecting with tons of people all over the place. Uh, Just here on the podcast, we've talked to folks from several different countries and it just kind of highlights it right now um, because of how things have gone we're very uh, tech saturated Um, like I said at our episode in the cabin you can't go anywhere you literally can't go to the bathroom without finding technology because there will be a robot there to offer you some paper towels Um, and so your website is just so important because that is a global introduction to you and you want to make sure that you get off on the right foot. And, and just like that robot um, in, in the bathroom giving you toilet paper and, and all the other technology that we have around us today, it's placed there in front of you. And when it's placed in front of you, you naturally, you want to use it, right? And you're gravitate, you gravitate towards it and you want to take advantage of it just because it's there, right? It doesn't have to... Um, it doesn't have to evoke any sort of emotional response in you or, or really even properly uh, give you an indication of what it can do for you. It's just, it's there, it's in front of you and you're going to take advantage of it just by the nature of it existing. Right. Exactly. Um, One, I'm sure that somebody somewhere smarter than me with better funding than me has done a study on it, but like there's probably even a hygiene point to the whole robots in bathrooms thing. You know, maybe people don't like to wash their hands at truck stops, but now that the robots are turning on the water, giving you the soap, giving you the paper towels, some places opening the door for you, you gotta, it's right there. It's right in front of you. And that's what your website needs to be. It needs to be just as thoughtless as possible. You just need to offer everything up right there and make it so that whoever's visiting just hasn't just almost gut level instinctive reaction of yes, I want that. 
they don't even have to know what it is. Yes, they want it. Yeah, you just as long as you put it in front of them in a way that that it you know looks good, it's pretty. uh, Then then people are are going to want naturally just to use it. And so I I think people don't recognize um, the importance of a website in the regard that. you know, it's, it's the foundation of everything you do. I tell people that all the time. It's the foundation of everything in your marketing, um, which is true, but they don't, people don't realize that if you invest the time and the energy and the money into actually building a pretty website, uh, and just putting it out there that then, you know, everything else is going to fall into place at that point, right? You, you just, you, you launch the website and, and you put all that effort, you know, sometimes it takes weeks or even months, right. In order to, to, to accomplish this and get it done. But once it's done, it's done. You don't have to do anything anymore. You just, you have this website built and you can just sit back and you can just watch people show up on your website and start buying the things that you put on there, whether that's, you know, um, uh, bath soaps or, uh, you know, some other product that you're selling for someone else without telling them that it's someone else's product, right? Like, um, you, you just build the website and and it, everything else happens and then your work is done. Right. And that's the, that's the entrepreneurial vision that we all have. And we all want to achieve is, uh, you know, sitting back drinking mojitos on the beach somewhere, um, while our website just collects money for us. Um, but people don't, don't, realize that 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 dream is still a reality it's available to you you've just got to put the time and energy into building the website and getting it done so you can leave it alone you can just leave it alone and sit back and and drink mojitos and that's exactly what it needs to be Uh, your website is like a crock pot it's a little bit of effort up front to get everything going and get everything in but then once it's in you just you set it and you forget it and then you come back, you know, an undetermined amount of time later, and then the rewards are just ready and they're waiting for you. And you just withdraw from yeah, it. just you know, hey, you withdraw food or in this case money yeah, from it. You you want a bit of, a little bit of roast for lunch, or you know, you you want to go boost your vacation fund. You just withdraw a little bit and then you leave it and you don't change anything in the crockpot, right? You, you do it once and then you leave it there. You don't come back and crack the lid and smell it. And then, mm, you know, I'm going to add, you know, a couple of these things. That's not what you do. You just, you never touch it because you got it right the first time, right? You're not a chef yet. You're not a pro at this. You get it right the first time you follow the recipe and then you leave it there. And so what you do, um, and that's part of why crockpot things are such comfort food is because it's got the basics and we all know what those are and we're all familiar with them. And so we leave them there. So one of the best things that you can do is just use generic language that won't age. Yeah. And you know what, to continue with that analogy too, uh, you know, I feel like whenever, whenever I, or, <laughs> let's be honest here. I don't, I don't cook in the crock pot. Whenever my wife, um, cooks in the crock pot for me. Thank you, honey. I appreciate it. I love crock pot food. Um, but whenever she cooks in the crock pot, uh, I feel like the more ingredients she puts in the better it is. Right. So, you know, you don't just put one, two or three things into the crock pot and it's going to come out amazing. Like you have to put like, 
50 different ingredients and then like 30 kinds of spices in it uh, in order for it to be amazing. Like the more you put into it, the more it's amazing. And I feel like that's the way your your website should be too, um, especially your homepage. Your homepage is obviously where people are going to end up on the most. And if the more you put on your homepage, I feel like the more effective it'll be because just like I can tell on, on the, you know, stew or whatever it is my wife made that, wow, I sit down and eat it. And I'm like, there's so much in here. I know that she took time and that time is love that she put into making that. And so almost really the analogy is the amount of love that went into that is equivalent to the number of ingredients. And I feel like if people go to your website and they have to scroll like endlessly, I mean, like the scroll bar on the right should be, you know how like it gets smaller the, the longer the pages. Like, yeah, I think you should endeavor to have so much content on your homepage that the scroll bar just becomes a dot. Right. And and then people are going to land there and gonna be like, wow, somebody put so much love into this homepage. Like, why wouldn't I want what they have to offer? Exactly. And see, some people are doing it wrong already because they don't even have a scroll bar on the homepage. Okay. So let's, let's stick with, let's stick with food. We're already known for food analogies, right? It's like a recipe on one card, one side of a card. Yeah. You can go out and you can go get, you know, some just, just add water pancake mix, or you can be like the Denny's grand slam. They're both pancake meals. They're both breakfast. One is clearly better than the other one. And why is that? It's because it has more. So I'm going to circle back just a little bit and I'm going to tie this all together. Okay. You know, I said you need to use generic language that never ages. Well, here's the thing. You can set it and forget it and you can be amazing at the same time. Here's how you do it for let's say you help out with solutions. All right. You need to have something on there. That's a box, you know, it big, like maybe like a eighth of a page. And it needs to say something like, uh, we efficiently bring your product to production with our guided expert expertise. We provide solutions to improve processes such as code security, stability, and automation. Uh, or, you know, we build custom solutions using efficient, cost-effective frameworks with our carefully cultivated teams. Well, what does that mean? You don't know. And that's why you have to go back for that second bite. Yeah. Yeah. What did you say? E- efficient uh, framework with, with their expertly cultivated. I mean, who wouldn't want that? Like Austin, I could tell you're reading that off of yeah. a website right now. I am. I am actually. And whoever's website that is, they did an awesome job and you should, you should just buy whatever it is they're offering right now. Yes. And, and see, and you can set it and forget it, but then there's that gourmet hit where they're like, what was that? You know, when your wife is making that 18 million spice dinner and you're like, there's something in there. What is that? And then you go back for the second bite. Yeah. That's what this is doing. They don't know what you're saying because you're dancing around it. And then you have a button there that says, you know, learn more, learn more is the greatest button you could ever have. And then they click that and they follow it and then they're in. Who doesn't want to learn more? Yeah. And then they're hooked. It's mystery. It creates mystery. Oh yeah. It creates mystery. Who doesn't like mystery? I mean, that's why we all love Christmas, right? Like Christmas is every kid's favorite holiday because 
every one of those boxes underneath the the tree that's wrapped you have no idea what's on the other side of that wrapping paper it creates so much mystery that you can't possibly handle it and you just want to go like my kids they just go and want to tear into every single box they don't even want to figure out whose present is whose they just want to rip into all of them just because they're so desperate to find out what's on the other side of that wrapping paper exactly and then like you said, I am actually reading this off of a website because this website just stood out to me in my mind that I actually saved it so that I could go back to it later. And down underneath those boxes that I just read, uh, they have all the logos from the clients that they've worked with. And they have um, Arizona Foundation for Legal Services and Education right next to Beef O'Brady's, right next to U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs, right next to Walt Disney. So clearly... They are so awesome that they can work for anybody and they're not super specific, which means we can absolutely trust them for anything. That's like, it's like saying that you are using premium quality products in your crock pot recipe, right? Like I wouldn't want to be like, Hey, this just has ground beef in it. I want to be like, Hey, this is some premium Wagyu beef straight from Japan. Right. Um, and that's, that's what that, I mean, even here's the thing about, um, logos, right. And, and I've worked with people, um, I've actually done some, um, projects with other marketing agencies before, and I was going through this with them. I'm like, all right, well, we've got to come up with some compelling logos, um, to put on your webpage, uh, that, you know, companies you've worked with. And they started listing off like, oh, we've worked with this company, this company, that company, and they may be great companies, but I didn't immediately recognize them. And I, and I said, well, what about Apple and Microsoft and, you know, Amazon and Google? Like, surely you've you've worked with those big companies. Right. And they're like, no, no, we've not done any work from them. Oh, I wish. And I said, well, wait a second. But like, tell, tell me about some of the people on your team. And it turns out they had somebody on their team a graphic designer that did a project in college um, where they designed a like a product for Apple as part of a college project. I'm like, well, there you go. You've done work for Apple. So like put Apple's logo on your website. I mean, why not? Why wouldn't you take advantage of that? Yeah. And that's premium products in the Crock-Pot recipe. See, and, and this site that jumped out to me, they're already doing that because they have a box titled Business Agility, and it says, Our experienced coaches guide businesses through organizational transformations. It doesn't say how much experience the coaches have, so whether you're starting or growing or scaling, which we always talk about here on the podcast, you always have experience. You just don't, you know, you don't put a quantity on it. You don't put any weight to it, and then they have to take that next step and find out how much you've got. And that's just more interaction and more touch points and more engagement. And you're winning right there. Yeah. I love, I love talking in uh, big, broad uh, analogies like that and transformations. It makes me think of a caterpillar turning into a butterfly and I totally, that's what I want. Right. So I, I definitely want what they have. Hey, Hey, wait, 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 wait. I can see you've got a thought, but Let's take a break real quick and come back and talk more about this. And actually, I want to talk a little bit. I want to make sure we leave enough time to talk about how to get people to actually go to your website and, and what do we need to do there. So let's let's talk about that when we come back. Hey, it's break time real quick. Are you interested in being a guest on the Copper Newer Path podcast? 
or do you know someone else who would be a good guest on the show? I'm always looking for copperneurs who can share stories of their own copperneurial journey, regardless of how early you are in that journey or how far along you are. I'm also looking for guests who don't necessarily have a law enforcement background, but can offer expert business and marketing advice. So if you would like to suggest a guest or see about being featured yourself on an upcoming episode, please go to cpp.fm forward slash guest and fill out the quick five question form. Again, that's charlespaulpaul.frankmary forward slash guest and fill out the quick five question form. All right, guys, we're back. Um, so before the mid roll, Adam put a thought in my head when he was talking about how we what we need to use broad words. And so what this was was just kind of for me. I'm looking at my gaudy 1950s wallpaper that's here, you know, just behind my laptop, and I'm noticing all the fine details. I can see the growth rings on the palm trees. I can see the individual leaves, and it made me think: Why would I take all the time to go in and do that when most people are never going to see my office anyway. Why not just broad stroke it, grab a paint roller, and off we go. So, Adam, if we see the forest or if we see it for its trees, we still need to get there, right? So how do we get to the forest? How do we get people to go to your site? Well, yeah, see, that's a really good question because I get people all the time or I shouldn't say I, we, right? I mean, obviously web design and development is a huge part of what we do at Breacher Marketing. And so, um, but we get people all the time that ask, they're like, well, what do I do after the website's built? And how do I, how do I get people to see it? And um, my response to that is nothing. Like, why would you, why would you do any, like it's there, it's, it's ready to go. And so here's the analogy I like to use with people. Okay. Um, you know, I remember back and I was, I was, I don't know, probably my early teens and the city I lived in was building a new baseball stadium. Okay. And everybody knew that there was a new baseball stadium being built because you could see it, right? Like it was just there. It was, it was obvious. And like, we just, because we were in that area, like you just inherently knew that there was a baseball stadium being built. And when opening day came, like they didn't have to really advertise and tell everybody, hey, like the, the stadium's ready. You should come down and check it out. People just knew to show up because they'd been looking forward to it that whole time. And so at, at the most I tell people to do is be like, hey, uh, email your client list and tell them that we're building a new website. But um, but they don't you don't need to do anything. I, I think here's the issue. Like people are like, well, should I? should I go out and post all over social media? Should I send out multiple email blasts? Should I uh, link to resources that are on my website and tell people about them? Should I run ads to get people there? And I'm like, no, because then you just look desperate, right? Like people look at that and they're like, well, you spent money to get people to actually check out your website. Like that just looks desperate. And, and we don't really want to position ourselves as looking desperate. I think that's exactly it. And while we were in Vegas for the ILFE conference, uh, as we were going to the hotel for the conference, we passed the brand new stadium that they're building and our cab driver was talking all about it. And then on the way back yeah. to the airport to fly home, we passed it again. And it's just like your website, right? 
you think they're telling anybody that they're building this new stadium? No, people drive by on the freeway and they see it. You're out there, you're on the internet. People are going to go cruise through the net and they're going to find it. And then what's going to happen? Just like we are talking about these, these two stadiums in New York and uh, Nevada, word of mouth advertising. It's the best because it's free and people talk about things that they find and then boom, you, you never have to lift a finger. It's perfect. Yeah. Well, I mean, um, to use your highway analogy, I mean, that's like Google and the search engines, right? Like Google is the highway. They've built the infrastructure around your stadium, right? They're going to make sure people see it and drive by it. They're going to, um, they're going to index your website as soon as it's built. Like the moment that you hit the launch button, it like triggers this magical thing in the back end of the interwebs that says, Hey Google, there's an awesome new website. And they're going to be just by nature of they love new things. Um, just like we love new stadiums. They're going to be like, Google's going to go, Hey, I want to send everybody to this website. And they're just going to immediately start promoting your website and showing it to everybody. Um, that's, I mean, Google, Google's awesome like that. You know, you don't have to do anything. You don't even have to tell them about it. That Vegas stadium, uh, they stand out you can see them from several different roads, uh, you know, which would be like several different search engines for your site. Um, they stand out because they're a different color. They use different architecture and they have this massive screen on the front. And so, you know, you might see them from a distance, like, you know, you get out there, you might be indexed automatically on page 25 of the Google results. But as long as you have the standout architecture, the different colors, the gigantic screen, all of those plugins, you know, all of the things that you can plug into your site, the, the more you're going to stand out and the further people are going to travel to go see what the heck that thing is. And then when they get there, they're going to love it. Yeah, but but you don't understand uh, Google, right, Austin. So you wouldn't end up on page 25 because the way Google works, the index, um, it ranks websites by the most recent, right? So like if you go in and I search for, I don't know, like a gym near Denver, right? It's not going to show me the best gym because they've done things on their website to indicate that they are serious about their business and they have quality content and you know, all of these things, it's not going to show them first. It's going to show whoever built the, the most recent website, like the newest website to hit the interwebs is going to be the first one shown. So like all you got to do is oh, launch the okay. website and immediately Google is going to show you at the top of the search rankings. Um, and, and that's how it works. It's really, it's really awesome. And what people don't realize is, um, that the more often you change your website, and I don't mean just like little changes, I mean, tear it down, rebuild it all together, put a whole bunch of new stuff on it. You know, just like you eat different soup from the crock pot every day, uh, you know, rebuild your website. It'll keep you at the top of the rankings. Okay. So what I'm hearing is everybody that focuses on, things like SEO and their different analytics and all their social proof, really they're just buying in to a gigantic fraud. Yes. It has been perpetuated on them by big tech for years. Yeah. And all of the angry business owners that are talking about how Yelp has the ability to just flip a switch, all that social proof really is just meaningless because at the end of the day, all you really have to do is hit refresh and relaunch something major. And then it's like, you know, Aaron's auto versus triple a auto versus quadruple a auto. You just, you keep climbing to the top based on how fresh you are. Yes, exactly. 
Exactly. And it, it's totally a scam. And it's, it's, you know, you've seen all these gurus where they take photos of like a Ferrari behind them and some big mansion that's not even theirs. And um, they're perpetuating that whole thing just because they want to make money off of you by helping you optimize things on your website that don't actually need to be optimized. It's, it's all a sham. The whole, the whole thing is a sham. Okay. It's uh, it's, it, you know, they, they want to perpetuate this idea that there is a difference between somebody who goes and builds a website and just doesn't really have any idea what they're doing on the technical backend stuff that they're going to somehow get less uh, of a ranking position as somebody who invests time and money into building their website the right way and doing all these things on the back end to like indicate to Google what everything is and how it's used and giving context and putting together good content. Um, you know, that, that somehow the latter of those two is going to have greater impact. And it's just, it's just a lie. It's just, it's a lie to perpetuate the whole entire okay. SEO and web development industry to get you to spend more money. So I'm actually looking at all the browsers that I have or all the tabs that I have open right now. And I see all these little icons on each of the tabs. And I think that's called the favicon, right? Yes. And a lot of these are personalized, which tells me that somebody really had a lot of attention to detail and they paid attention to individual pages. Like here in the studio, you know, I've got the studio's logo. I have our Breacher CRM logo. I have one for the, the store that I have open. I have another one open for Vimeo. But all of that is just meaningless. And whenever I go in, and I see, for example, a WordPress logo rather than that company's logo on that tab. I shouldn't be thinking to myself, man, these guys suck at paying attention to detail. I should think they were in such a rush to get this published that they didn't care about any of those minutia and they just wanted to get it out there. I should trust them because they're actually thorough by being more efficient and leaving things untouched. Well, yeah. So you see the problem here is what people don't realize is there's a reason why when you do like a DIY build of a website, why these companies have a default logo for their website builder that appears in that favicon spot in the tabs uh, of your, your web browser. Um, and, and that's because the website builder you use indicates uh, how much you know about web design and development and how good you are and how quality, right? So like you wouldn't go, you know, if you're going to go buy a crock pot to, right. to build your recipe in, right? Like you're going to buy a Cuisinart, right? You're not going to go buy, uh, you know, I don't know, some no name. I'm not going to show up with my Hamilton beach to the family reunion. No, I'm better than that. Right. Yeah. Right. I, I want, yeah, I want exactly. the ninja. So, you know, I want the $400 one. Yep. So you absolutely in most cases you want to leave that the default because you don't want it to be your brand. You want to show, Hey, I used WordPress because WordPress is the best thing out there and everything else is absolute and utter garbage. And so people know that if they see the WordPress logo there, that that means um, you really care about the quality of, uh, of your website because it's built in WordPress because I mean, quite frankly, um, there shouldn't be anything else other than WordPress. Uh, I don't even know why anything else exists because WordPress is the best thing that there is. Well, I think we're going to have to save those thoughts for another episode. Um, I know you're really passionate about this and we got a little bit carried away. So 
this is my turn to kind of flip the tables around. Adam, what are your closing thoughts? My closing thoughts are that if you've gotten this far in the episode and haven't realized that we are speaking in absolute sarcasm, um, we really need to have a conversation. (laughs) 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 Um, uh, Okay. Here's the reality. Um, Obviously this is something that comes up all the time. And that's why we decided to do this episode and be utterly sarcastic about it. And satirical is because, um, it's, it's, it's a real thing, right? I call it the field of dreams symptom or the field of field of dreams paradigm. And people think if you've ever seen the movie, the field of dreams, people have this idea that like, Oh, I'm just going to build a website and I'm going to put all this time and money and energy. And I'm going to go through the process. I'm going to work with an agency and all we're going to build this website. And then all of a sudden magic is just going to happen and leads are going to start flooding in and I'm going to make a ton of money. And the reality is it just doesn't work that way. Um, there's, there's a lot that has to happen even after the website is built in order to get people to get traffic to your website and demonstrate your, the proper authority signals, right? So yes, we do have to run ads and share links to our resources on our website and keep that content up to date and constantly be putting out things that are of value to people like blog posts and, and, and material like that. And we have to build the website right in the first place, which is why in most cases I loathe the idea of DIY website builders because they don't help you do a good job. I can almost guarantee you that unless you are well-versed and studied in all of the things like building a website through and using JSON markup and schema markup and um, all of the image alt tags and what all of this stuff even means, you are shooting yourself in the foot if you are not working with somebody to help you build your website the correct way. And then... Uh... How do things uh, go between the Crock-Pot and the Gourmet Meal? Why do we have a Forever Fresh deal? Yeah, so um, the, <laughs> it's interesting that you brought that up. Um, so the, the the Forever Fresh guarantee that we have at Breacher Marketing, and I, and I didn't intend for this to be a promotion either of that, but it's a good point you bring up, and it, and it, and it, uh, it drives home the, the point that we're trying to make here. Um, your website has to stay um, fresh. You can't let your website become stagnant. Okay. And we came up with the forever fresh guarantee at Breacher Marketing because we saw that what people typically do is they build a website and they leave it to just sit there, right? They put stagnant, um, uh, static content on their website and they just let it sit there forever. And then seven years down the road, they're like, oh, that thing is old and decrepit and it's broken and it's not working properly anymore. And the information isn't even current on it anymore. And then they go through the headaches and the undulations of trying to find the next web design agency and company to build their website. And they go through proposals and all these headaches. Right. And so what we did was we took all the pain out of that and said, all right, you know what? We know that your website, the industry standard is it needs to be rebuilt every three years. Okay. That's, that's the industry recommendation. You should be redesigning your website every three years to take advantage of the latest in website technology because website technology changes rapidly and to take advantage of the latest in design trends so that when somebody lands on your website, they don't go, man, this thing looks ancient, right? Or it's not broken or 
and it's not functioning correctly. And so we, we redesign your website for you every three years, um, with, without any additional cost. It's part of the package that, that, that you're on with breacher marketing. You, we just do it for you so that, um, we know that your website is always staying fresh and it's always built correctly. And Google loves it. Google loves to see fresh, dynamic content on your website. All right. Guys, if you're still listening, thank you for joining us on another episode. We always have new episodes every week. We may or may not be sarcastic. Hopefully you know us well enough by now to figure that out. I don't know. I feel like we should do more of these. Oh, maybe I shouldn't have foreshadowed uh, that. We'll just leave everybody wondering. All right. Catch you next all time, right, guys. Y'all. Catch you next time. Hey, thanks for sticking around till the end of the show. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider leaving a review at leotoceo.com forward slash podcast dash review or in your preferred podcast listening app. I would love to hear your feedback and it will also help other compreneurs like yourself find the show. Be sure to check out the show notes for this episode. Just go to leotoceo.com click on podcast and search this episode number and you'll find all the links, descriptions and resources we talked about. And if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe so you'll be notified when the next episode is live. Thanks again for tuning in and I'll catch you guys on the next episode.